This is the Perfectly Mentored Podcast with your host, Jason Portnoy. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Perfectly Mentored. I'm your host, Jason Portnoy. My guest today is the legendary Grant Cardone. He is a New York Times best-selling author, sales trainer, real estate investor, and motivational speaker, and he's known to his loyal following as Uncle G. He urges his following and his clients to make success their duty, responsibility, and obligation, and to rise above the outdated, unworkable middle-class myths and limitations in order to achieve true freedom for themselves and their families. His straight-shooting viewpoints on leadership, the economy, small business, retail sales, and employment have made him a valuable resource for media-seeking commentary and insights on real topics that matter. Forbes magazine labeled Grant as the number one marketer to watch. He is the founder of the 10X movement and 10X growth con. But today he's on here because he has some exciting news. So Grant, you have a new show coming out, Undercover Billionaire, season two on Discovery Channel, where you were just dropped off, had to start from scratch. I think you were given $100 and I think you didn't even want it if I heard a story correctly. Um, And you had to build a $1 million business without using your name, your fame, your contacts, your social media, all on your own. If not, you owe Discovery $1 million. Did I get the premise right? You got it perfect, dude. And, and I only have 90 days. I got to do it in 90 days. They're going to drop me off in a city I've never been to. Uh, the reason I did this show, Jason, just so you know, is because like this is the question people ask me. Hey, if you lost everything, what would you do? And Discovery gave me an opportunity to not answer that question, but show people exactly what I would do. I agreed to do this before covid I didn't know 40 million people were going to be let go. I didn't know that millions of businesses would fail. The town they brought me off in, the unemployment was 8% when I got there and 20% after COVID hit. Uh, So it was already a town that was suffering. The average income of a household there is $24,000. So I didn't have a choice in the cities. Um, I did not know I would get sick three times, altitude sickness twice for two weeks and COVID and quarantined and like, and psycho- psychologically probably lost my mind more than more than <laughs> once uh, and, and argued with the crew the entire time. <laughs> I, I, I don't put it past you arguing with the crew, but let me ask you, after doing what you've done, what do you say to the people who make excuses that they're not successful because it takes money to make money? Well, it's just one of the things I wanted to prove to people when, when discovery said, we'll give you a hundred dollars. I'm like, I don't need a hundred dollars. And they're like, no, it's the show, man. It's the premise of the show. I'm like, okay, but that's not real life. And they're like, Grant, look, it's a show. I said, well, bro, look, I'm not a billionaire. Like, like you need to change the name of the show too. They're like, we're not changing the name of the show. We're giving you a hundred dollars. We're going to give you an old truck. You're not the producer. Okay, we'll make you an executive producer, but you're not a producer. You can't rewrite the whole show. So I'm like, okay, I get it. So they give me a hundred dollars. As soon as I got to town, I got rid of the hundred dollars. Wow. Because I wanted to show people, look, you do not need money. Okay, you need a big goal. You need urgency. You need tremendous amounts of urgency so you don't have a long runway. When they told me I only had 90 days, I hung up. I said, I'll do it. Hung up. My wife's like, why are you so excited? I'm like, I only have to do this for 90 days. And she's like, nobody can build a million dollar business in 90 days. I'm like, I told them I'm going to do a $10 million business 
and I'm going to do it in 90 days. And she's like, why are you so happy about the 90 days? I'm like, anybody can do anything for 90 days. It's nine months where you get in trouble. Mm -hmm. So the compression on the time actually helped me. And I made the goal really, really enormous. I mean, this is what I teach people. I teach companies, get a goal so big that you're willing to suffer for a short period of time because it will, it will change your life. And I knew that if I could pull this off, it's going to help all my businesses. It's going to help us raising money for our real estate at Cardone Capital. It's going to make Jared's job easier, Sherrod's job, Sherry's job easier. All my salespeople back here that are calling on companies, their job's going to get easier. I mean, this was a, this was a marketing gift from the gods of marketing. I want to get into marketing in a second, but pull it off if I could pull it off. Right. So yeah. When I travel and I travel a lot, especially with two little kids, I miss them. I know you're a tough guy. You're the alpha dog. You're, you're, you're Papa G. I know it. Um, but I also know like me, family matters most and you're a softy with them and, and you're a super close family. How hard was this part for you? Because for, for me, that would be the challenge. The dude, just like so hard. But here's the deal. I thought I would have my kids out there with me hmm. a week after I got there. I promised my kids, I said, I will have you there in one week. Well, one week from right now, you will be wherever I'm going. I don't know where it is, but I'm going to have you and mama out there. You, you, the Scarlett, Sabrina, and mama will be out there. I told Discovery, I said, guys, I'll do this show, but, but I need to be able to have my family here. And, and they're like, okay, whatever. But we don't think it's a good idea. And I'm like, yeah, that, that's fine. Whatever, whatever you guys think. You live in your little bullshit ivory tower in 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 a la la land, L.A. I said I'm gonna have my family out here because the American family people are trying to make their dreams come true. They can't just get rid of their kids. Well, when I got to Pueblo, I called Elena. I was only there like maybe four hours. I said, Hey, don't tell the kids, but I don't think y'all gonna be coming out for a while because <laughs> it was dangerous, man. I didn't yeah. have anything to eat, bro. I'm I'm living on beans and rice. I, I was deluded. I was delusionary, literally di di disconnected from the reality of the danger of, uh, of what I was getting into. Th this show, I know most people don't trust reality TV shows. What I went through is real. And it was real dangerous. And it was real scary. And I would have never put my kids in this. So every week I had to tell them, hey, guys, hang in there. So, you know. You know, speaking of haters, one of the things I like about you is probably something you get a lot of criticism for. You're blunt. You tell it straight. You make no apologies. Is that because you care way more about the message itself versus how people receive that message? I care about the truth. So I, I, I have tremendous amounts of integrity for myself. It's my integrity. It's, it's my, and when I hear somebody that when I hear somebody that I'm like, dude, they, that, that's just bullshit. What this guy's saying to people is bullshit. Like I cannot help but call it out. Uh, I did an interview, I think a year and a half ago with a guy that's a scumbag. And, and I, and, and, and I got talked into it from my office to do this interview and anybody ever brings it up. I'm like, I can't help you. I'm, I'm trying to bite my tongue right now. Scumbag, criminal, snitch, rat, uh, blah, blah, blah. So, so I just have this, you know, I don't rip people. I'm an extremely authentic person. I say it like it is. I'm willing to lose the business to tell the truth. 
Um, uh, we don't and, we don't have to mention names. I, I know exactly who you're talking about. Well, no, I mean, and there's yeah. other guys. There's other yeah. guys that, that like they have propelled me to be who I am. And so when I hear guys saying, look, you got to act the way she acts so that you can get what she has. Right. I'm like, that's stupid, dude. You got to be yourself. You got to become yourself, be yourself. Like you have to be authentic. If you're, if your product is $20,000, you need to tell people, Hey, I got a free version. You're probably not going to do anything with it. <laughs> I got a $5,000 version. Just skip 50. Like you're going to, you're going to, you're going to see me in this show. You do not need to start low. You don't need to have free and you need to make money and you, people need to make a lot of money. So I can't use uh, like everybody's like, Oh, you got to be on social media. Actually, you don't need to be on social media. I'll prove that to you in the show. You don't have to have a Facebook and Instagram, a LinkedIn or Twitter. You don't need to be on um, the new one. What's the new one? Club clubhouse. You don't need to be on any of that stuff, but you do need to make money. Every family in America needs to make money. You don't need to learn more. You need to collect more. Speaking of marketing, though, I, I know you did it without marketing, but as an advertising agency, what I always find fascinating is that I'll speak to people and they'll have no problem dropping $1,500 on a new phone, 10K on a new watch. But when it comes to advertising, they get really tight on the money or say it doesn't work. How important for you, though, in a real world is advertising, building a brand? And, and why do you think owners see it as a cost versus investment, but still buy dumb shit? Because, because the advertising world has sold this idea that there's an ROI necessary for someone to spend their money. Uh, you know, what, what the advertiser should do is like, dude, forget the ROI for a second. I want to talk to you about you spend a million dollars in advertising and you don't get one penny back. You're going to see me do this in the show too. This exact example I'm giving you, it won't make sense until you see it. Uh, episode maybe seven or eight, you're going to be like, oh my God, I see what he's about to do. So if you could convince people to waste money on advertising, they'll become your best clients. Because what is the return on investment of a no spend? Better what than. Is, what is the cost if no one does know me? Zero. It, well, no, it's way more expensive than zero. Yeah, it's, it's more expensive to do nothing than to do something. Exactly. So I need to like toilets don't have a return on investment. Sidewalks don't have a return on investment. Property taxes have zero return on investment. People will spend 200 grand a year on property taxes, hundreds of thousands in employee tax. Oh, I'm helping out. I'm doing my part. Dude, ain't no ROI on that. That's part of the game. Advertising and branding are part of the game. Do not expect a return on investment. Okay. It is a, it is a part of being an entrepreneur. If you're not willing to risk money, you're not an entrepreneur. So let's put a sign outside entrepreneur of the past, not willing to advertise, will not put my money where my mouth is. I am scared. I'm a little bitch and you should not do business with us because I'm half in and half out. In fact, I have more money in a retirement account than I have in my business. <laughs> I know I got you for a short time. I got to ask you about, about real estate investing. You talk a lot about what those returns look like and how to grow. The problem I see when I speak to people who let's say they only have 5k to that 50k mark to invest. It's a long jump from them investing 5k at 5% annually for 10 years to riding the private jet, living off passive income. The math is obviously way nicer when you have a million dollars, but hard to measure or a stretch at that low number. 
How do you reconcile that for people who want to get involved in real estate? Yeah. Well, first of all, I started with $5,000. I mean, my, my first investment was uh, $3,750. Okay. That $3,700 has turned into uh, $2.3 billion for the real estate. So if you don't start, you're never going to do it. And oh my God, I only got three grand. It's three grand, three grand of shit paper, garbage pieces of paper. Okay. This napkin is worth more than a hundred bucks. At least I can do something with the napkin. Okay. I mean, I can wipe stuff up, clean stuff, wash my hands with it. At least it's worth something, but it's not worth anything if you don't use it. Uh, people are saving money like it's something. It's not something, it's zero. And so um, I, I would invest $5,000. Like at the end of each, every day I look at my cash accounts and I try to convert cash to assets. It doesn't matter how much it is. What matters is I just turned shit into something real that I can touch. And by the way, five grand will buy $15,000 worth of real estate. True. So, and somebody else will pay the $10,000 of debt off. And the other reality is if you leave somebody with five grand, that money is going to get wasted. It's going to end up in a strip joint. It's going to end up in a mama hurt herself. It's going to end up uh, fixing the dent in your car, which is worth nothing. So I stay broke, dude. I never have cash. I dump out four times a year. I go back to zero and rebuild and replenish. The skeptics listening are going to say you're full of it. Don't invest with him. He's made so much money. He doesn't care about you. He's just trying to make money off you. He doesn't need you. I don't want you to address the haters because there'll always be critics and haters. But why is this mission so important to you? Like you could just fly away, live a great life. Why put yourself through all this? Because I, I want to change the game, man. Like I'm, I'm, you know, how do you stay interested once you get to a certain place, Right. Uh, you know, how does Floyd Mayweather stay interested? Does he just go to Japan and pick up 50 million every time he needs there? He's going to fight Paul, Logan Paul, and pick up his. But what does he do the rest of the time? You know, how does Grant Cardone stay interested? I buy another plane. What do I do? I get an island, uh, big, get a bigger office, bigger watch. At some point, you're like, okay, what do I want to do? Uh, Undercover Billionaire was very interesting to me from a personal standpoint of staying interested. You know, putting together a portfolio and choking out Goldman Sachs or Blackstone, that interests me, man. But why help? But why help? You're on a mission to help people too, because right? I'm not really helping people. People are helping me, right? I, I am in a mission to help people, but I can't help you if I don't have a vehicle to help you. Blackstone will just keep taking it from the little guy. And I don't want to, like, what I want to do is I, I'm giving you an opportunity to invest with me. I could go to JP Morgan and say, I'll put up a hundred million. You give me a billion. They'll do that deal that fast. But I'm like, I want to bypass JP Morgan or Blackstone for right now. Jason and I, Bobby and I, people on Instagram and I will put the money together. And then I'm going to put a portfolio together big enough that I can't do without you, by the way. I need your money to do this. And then I'm going to go choke Blackstone out. <clears throat> and and I can't do it without the people. I need more money to do that. So, um, but even, but even before that, your sales training, like you've done so much to help people. You don't need it. Like like you don't need the haters coming after you. No, but but you know, like everybody needs haters, man. Come on, shit. <laughs> no, you need something, bro. You can't just be on planet Earth and everybody everything's rosy. It's like the COVID statement the other day. Like everybody's like. When's anybody going to say, hey, shit, I wonder if COVID, I wonder if God sent COVID. Everybody thinks 
like COVID's all bad. COVID cannot be all bad. There's so many things we do not understand about the spiritual unit. Okay. If there's anything spiritual, it's got to be this thing we can't see. And so like, I know everybody went, oh, COVID is killing so many people. How do y'all know it's not making people stronger, live longer? We don't know. We hadn't had enough time with this moment. I mean, herpes, they still can't even freaking get rid of herpes. There's no cure for it. There's all kinds of things we don't understand on this planet. Cancer hadn't been cured. You know, uh, people have 60 trillion cells in their body. And then, and then people are like, I need to get a... I need to get a raise. You worried about a raise? You got 60 trillion cells you're not even paying attention to. So, you know, I'm hoping this show and my life and anybody that I can help becomes a guy, a guy, a guy I was doing an interview with today said, Hey man, your book made me so much money. Well, I know a lot of people who read my book. The only people I care about are the ones that say, I read your book and it made me money. I'm hoping that millions of people are going to see this show and they're going to stop three things. Quit blaming money. You don't have any. And that ain't going to change until you quit saying you don't have any and you think having it, having it's going to help you because it's not going to help you. Most people actually get, you know, their problems increase with money because they quit doing what it took to get the first money. Number two, I'm hoping people quit blaming time. And saying, I ain't got time. I got my kids and, and I work so hard. You guys, you, you're going to see a guy with no time and no money try to build a $10 million business. And I fail, by the way. So just a big spoiler alert. I don't, I actually fail. Okay. But the third most important thing is if you don't quit, if you don't quit on your, on your goals, then have I really failed? Or maybe the show just started. Look, you can watch the show, you can read your books, but if you don't act on everything you're learning, then it really makes no difference anyways. Yeah. I'll, I'll wrap it up with this. Since you've done this, what type of appreciation have you had since you've been off the show? Like, like what, what's hits you the most? If you're like, man, I really appreciate this that I didn't appreciate before. Well, I'm still a little wrecked from it. I'll be, to be honest with you, every day I notice there's something different going your, on. Your hair looks better though. Oh, my hair's starting to look good again. <laughs> it's starting to look good. But um, I, I love where I live, you know. Um, you know, I love my kids, man. My kids, like, yeah, I just can't get enough of them. Every day I see them. Um, you know, I like my stuff. I like nice stuff around me. I uh, love this Christmas more than any Christmas I've ever had. I think I was more appreciative of this Christmas. I think for me, the, the big gift for me is that, that I know I can do things now that I wasn't quite sure of before. Uh, th th this show is going to be, well, I think it's going to help a lot of people. And I think it's going to, I, I do believe it's going to be used in schools as a case study, what I did. Uh, but do you consider yourself lucky? No, I've never been lucky. My friend Howard's lucky. I'm not lucky. Um, and and I, I don't think I would know luck if it hit me. Like, I, I don't have luck because I don't see it. So he sees it. He's looking for luck. He thinks he's going to get lucky, so he does. I, I just don't get lucky. I, I believe in work. And, and um, 
so, you know, when, when they shut the, the production of the show down, it didn't even surprise me. I called my wife. I said, can you believe this shit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not supposed to have a TV show. We both said the same thing at the same time. You're not supposed to have a TV show. Like this is like 12 different shows that canceled on me. And most of the public doesn't know how many runs I've had at a show. So, you know, if you don't quit, man, you're not going to fail. And, and um, I, I'm just grateful I have this show because I have it. Like if nobody watches it, I still know what I know about me now because take me to zero, take away my money, my cars, the plane, my name, my credit cards, my buddies. I still got me. True entrepreneur. Grant, thank you so much for doing this. Your advice and training not only helped me grow my business, uh, you know, monumentally, but on behalf of the people that you did help and they don't get the opportunity like I just did to talk to you or have you on their podcast. Thank you. Uh, for them and and use that line when you're selling your advertising man i guarantee it's gonna make you a bunch of money (laughs) awesome undercover billionaire discovery channel tomorrow january 6th 8 p.m grant you're the man thank you thank you brother appreciate you hey everyone thank you so much for paying attention to that episode look if you enjoyed it and you're looking to scale your business to the next level or just a bit stuck we've worked with businesses and helped scale them past seven figures so we know a little bit what it takes to grow your business. So if you're looking for a free strategy call with myself or a team member to help you and help get you unstuck or help scale your business, head on over to jportnoy.com and book a free strategy call. I'll see you then.